Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of In The Gray Podcast. I am here with your host, Kay, and as usual, Mr. Pretty Boy On. I am your sound guy, Marco, and joining us again is uh, someone very special. Go ahead and uh, introduce yourself. Oh, I'm special. (laughs) (laughs) What up? It's your boy, Jay, a.k.a. Kimchi Poppy, a.k.a. Mr. Simple, a.k.a. Every Girl's Fantasy. (laughs) Keeping it spicy. How you doing, guys? What's up, everyone? Pretty, not so pretty boy right here. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You're looking pretty pretty, pretty hot right now. Yeah, I mean, my yeah, panties are wet. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's because we can't turn the AC on. They'll, they'll bother the mics. I don't know. I was pretty dry when I first came in. Oh, I know. And then I saw... The, the, then I saw Ayn and I was like, oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so he's dry, but everyone else gets wet around him. Damn, that's horrible. <laughs> It's your boy, K Skyline. Well, welcome back, everyone, to In The Great Podcast. Uh, you won't be missed. <laughs> <It's kidding. laughs> just I'm only Come saying on. that because I'm like, I wasn't in the previous episode before this one because I had I had um, some... Uh, you had an emergency. Yeah, I had one of those baby mama dramas. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't have a baby mama, but one of those family issues and whatnot. Um, so let's start off with the very first question, shall we? Just, let's, let's just bang it out. What was that word that we used? Plow? Pound? Yeah, wow. pound. yeah let's, pound. Let's just pound out that yep, first just question. pound it out. Yeah, let's wow. pound it out. Yeah. You plow and you pound. Yeah. Sometimes you might have to plug. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? A plug? It's it's another way of putting it's it in there. One of those plugs right? with the little diamonds at the end. No, all right. Anyway, so let's... Uh, <laughs> not, not those <laughs> first and foremost, I would like to say congratulations to all the people who congratulated seeing how there's a, a hundred thousand posters of people just posting their graduation thing so congratulations to all of you i'm not going to go by each and every one of you to say congratulations but the questions that some of those people do have for us for integrate podcasts because some of them are like high school graduates and whatnot and they mm-hmm. wanted to ask us what are some things that we learned or maybe like realized or started to understood the moment high school was over and you know maybe like something you learned that workforce wise or apartment wise or just living on your own right after that high school was over so i'll start off first Mm -hmm. um i sure as hell i mean yeah you guys can make fun of me for this i sure as hell thought taxes that's that's something that i didn't have to pay for so when the when the stores that i went to and they were charging me taxes i'm like i'm only 16 why am i paying taxes right i I didn't understand how taxes work yeah. And when I when I graduated, which, you know, I was 18 by then, I started to to pay taxes. I realized, damn, I was an idiot to thinking like that's how taxes work. And I started I had to pay taxes <laughs> and it was being taken out of my paycheck. And then, you know, starting to like learn how taxes work because they, they didn't teach me that in school at all. I mean, they taught me what tax is, but they sure as hell didn't teach me how does it work. So that's like one thing I realized. Me, let me see. High school for me, I just wanted to get out, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, but when when you no, they're asking like when you graduated, what's like some of the things you so like another example. I, well, I mean, I kind of learned by the help of like my older brother and my parents because I mean, high school doesn't really prepare you for any of that stuff. Yeah, I mean, we've we kind of covered about this like in the previous like way back about. Oh, you did. So, someone was just revving the engine. Mm. <laughs> yeah, th- I f- didn't we cover about this uh, like way back then? One of the episodes about what we wish what high school taught us. Yeah. Um, I mean, high school doesn't really prepare you at all. 
once you're like graduated from high school you're kind of thrown into the wolves and then really the only way to really learn is just ask other people like other adults that already know what they're doing yeah like creating your own bank and like savings account um taxes like yeah taxes loans and then like um getting your own car and like learning through all those and making mistakes yeah then car insurance and then like once you get a car it's not just buying a car like you gotta get car insurance and there's like road tax every year yeah i mean the way i learned was just asking my older brother and my parents about how all this stuff works that's how i learned what about you jay i think for me it was um understanding understanding the true value of a dollar because um back then we would always panic about like oh not having lunch money and all that stuff Mm-hmm. After after uh, high school, you start to realize how expensive things re- really are. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't. It's not until you start working and you get that first paycheck you realize, wow, like that's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say the same for me because of like yeah. back then I used to spend so much. No, when I was in high school, I used to go out and spend my mom's money and my, whatever my mom mm-hmm. used to give me to go like McDonald's or something like that. I didn't really like. I wouldn't say so much so that I didn't care or anything like that, but I really didn't understood like um, the value of it until I started working, exchanging my time for it later. Like food was what I started like going out to restaurants and stuff like that. I started to value it more because mm-hmm. of, like once you're the person that is paying for your own food, that shit better taste good. <laughs> like, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. if it doesn't, now I can understand why people get so upset because they spent money on food and it mm-hmm. tastes like shit. <laughs> yeah, it's like, why I pay for this? I could have made something better. Yeah. And there's also that sense of pride and uh, accomplishment when you pay for the whole meal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're yeah. like, yeah, I finally have money now. I can do whatever I want. After high school, I realized I needed to get a job. Mm. Like, I... <laughs> Because it sucked. I couldn't really hang out because I had no money. So yeah. I realized I really am like, I need to get a fucking job. Yeah, when like everyone invites you out and then I was just like, oh, I don't have money. Like, yeah. I can't go. <laughs> yeah. I think we were all in that awkward spot where we would like either not borrow money, but we would hang out with friends and we had no money. Mm-hmm. And then they would have to spot you and then you don't know when you had to pay them back. Yeah. See, because back then, um, whenever we hang out, we would like play games or go play basketball, do mm-hmm. stuff that doesn't cost money. That's true. And we didn't go into Boston where it costs us like bus money and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. we didn't spend that money. Yeah. So money at the time wasn't an issue. But then later on, where it's like, oh, let's go to Boston and eat. Now we need money. Yeah. Th- I, feel, I feel like back then it was, it was more like a luxury kind of thing. We didn't go to Chinatown all the time. Yeah. But when we did... We, you know, we had a purpose. We had a goal. Mm-hmm. And it was just to, to go to one spot, eat there, and then, you know, just go back home. Yep. Um, nowadays, it's like, now, now that we all have jobs and we all have money to spend, it's like... But then it's like, you know, we don't have the time. Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> that's the trade-off. You don't have any time to hang with people, but mm-hmm. you have all this money. It's like... Eh. <laughs> yeah, that's actually another thing. That's a good thing, a uh, good point to bring up after high school. We realize mm-hmm. that once you're... You go your separate ways. You don't have the same time as you did before. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I started to value. That's a, that was another thing I, I was going to bring up. Is that I started to value the time I have with my friends because everyone's schedule didn't line up. And like friendship kind of like, it's like a 
breaks apart or de- disintegrate kind of or deteriorate a little bit because now that that there's a time difference between each other yeah because some people we talked about this too especially um like how i am when like some people they feel the distance if they don't talk to your friend for a while let's say two three years and then you meet up with them afterward and then it feels awkward yeah yeah especially in high school when you see them like every day too yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, another point I wanted to bring up was like, so I, I didn't realize this or actually knew much about it was I always thought my mom could take a day off. Now I got into trouble a lot, like a lot in middle school and in high school, I got into trouble a lot. And my mom used to have to leave work or take days off to deal with my like juvenile court, my probation and things like that. And I always thought like whenever she had to leave work or take days off that it was no big deal like i didn't understand <clears throat> until i got older and i learned about ptos and time off and stuff like that and how we're so limited to do it and like your attendance and all that and that's when i realized holy fuck i made my mom like basically almost lost some of her jobs because she had to take time off because of me so that's that's one <clears throat> of the things i started to value more like when people actually do take a day off for another person because it, it costs them a lot to do that Mm-hmm. So, parenting's not easy. So that's that's one thing I learned, and you know, it's, I, I I started to like show more love to my mother because I did not realize how dumb I was to do all that. That she would she was sacrificing a lot for me. That those time off was a lot. I just never knew until I got older mm-hmm. after high school and <laughs> started working. That's why I was like, okay, now I feel bad. Time and money is one is what you really realize after high school. Everything else like taxes, insurance, loans, stuff like that, you could just ask other adults that have been adulting already for years. That's true. Um, and then the other thing too is uh, another good way to learn is just, um, you know, if you make mistakes, you know, that's how you learn, you know. Um, if you make a mistake doing taxes or getting a loan or whatever, um, that's always fine too because it's, it's a trial and error type of thing too. As you grow up after high school. Let's move on to the second question. Yeah. All right. Second question is money traps. What are some things that you guys <laughs> realize about money traps that you didn't realize it was a money trap? So an example that I'm going to give is a gym, gym membership subscription. Like mm-hmm. I, I've been paying for this gym for like three or four years. I shit you not. And I probably only went like three or four times or maybe three or four months really out of the two or three years that I've actually been paying for it. And you know, it's only like 10 bucks, but it's been 10 bucks like the past three or four years. And I keep telling myself like, yeah, I'll go and cancel it. Yeah, I'll go and, you know, and, and, and actually go to the gym or do something. And, and nope, I just kind of like let it be. And then, and that $10 adds up over time, you know? So like, like that's a, that's a money trap that I didn't. I, I it's like slowly, quietly taken out from me, and I never notice it. Yeah, I'm on kind of on the same boat. Well, sort of, because I'm going to the gym now, but lately I haven't been going just because uh, kind of have like a hamstring injury, so I'm just kind of like trying to recover from that. But I know what you mean. Back then, like when I joined the gym, I used to I used to go every fucking day. So that was like that was the point in my life where I was like the most fit. But then after a while, I just kind of like, I lost motivation. So then for like three, four, yeah, about three years, I, I was just paying for the fucking gym 
I was playing for the black membership at, at Planet Fitness. I was like 20 bucks. Damn. Mm-hmm. And I was even going for like three and a half years or so. So I was just fucking Damn. wasting money like that. But lately, I, I, I've been going I've been going to the gym almost every day to run and stuff. But uh, this past week, I haven't been going at all. But yeah. Another way, I guess, is, is like if like when I got my first car that I financed, mm-hmm. um, I didn't look into like the, the rates, the interest rates. Yeah. So I just... I was like, oh, I was approved, so I'm like, I'm gonna sign it, and I didn't really realize of like the the fucking interest rate. How much rate. it affects you? Yeah, so so that's that's another like money trap that you really have to like consider, look into, and shop around. Yeah, and then like um, credit cards wise too. Yep. Like there's a limit, but you shouldn't go over like a certain threshold. Yeah. Because it will affect your credit score. Yep. Yeah, that, so that's another money trap. That's my money trap story, credit cards. <laughs> it's funny, I, I knew the risk. I, I heard horror stories from many people, like, oh, don't use it too much, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Really? It doesn't seem that bad. It's mad money for free, right? <laughs> I, um, I got my first credit card, and I started spending a lot. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't until a couple months later, your purchase interest charge keeps piling up. The more you you don't pay it off early, I would say, or quickly. It's basically the yearly APR. Yeah. So every month, my my payment due kept going up and up and up, and I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, and well, then I, it, it almost you. took yeah, it almost took like a year or two years just to pay back my credit card. I, right. I finally fixed it. My credit score is good now, but like, damn, that was for me. That, it was, that was uh, my fuck up. For me, it actually was the same as Marco. But it wasn't the interest rate or APR. It was more the fact that, like, so back then, Nissan had this uh, car called um, 240SX. And I bought it brand new. And, like, brand new off the lot. And I kept, and I made enough money to pay for it and all that stuff. However, the problem was, because I was so, like, um, busy working to pay for the car, I actually never got to enjoy it. Like, ever. I, I never got to enjoy that car, period. Uh, matter of fact, I used to use my income tax to actually pay off as much of that car as possible so I can start using some of my extra money to buy parts and do all this modification I wanted to do to the car. Mm. And it took me almost like four years until I actually like paid off the car. And then I started doing modifications to it. And then I took it to a track and I watched like maybe 28 grand, 29 grand disappear in the blink of an eye. Like, the engine blew. The engine blew. And then, like, yeah, I'm serious. The engine blew. And then, then I think, like, that that money trap for me was the fact that, like, I shouldn't buy a new car and spend so much time working just to pay for the car. Mm -hmm. Because that's that's basically where all my money went. It was just to pay off the car. I never got to enjoy it much. And when it was finally fully built, and, and that's the thing about modifications, too, on cars, is that when you put something into the car, unless you know how to do it yourself, but most of the time... You have to pay the shop to do it. A shop. They have your car for like one to two weeks. Sometimes a bit longer depending on what you're doing to it. And then they have to test out the car and whatnot. So most of the time I I was paying for a car that wasn't even with me. So I was paying for the insurance. But most of the time I spent this time sleeping at a shop. Putting new parts in. Hmm. And um, that was my money trap. That I didn't think it was like a big deal. And then I, I told myself, oh, you know, when I, when I graduate... Uh, school and I start working and all that stuff. I told myself like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do all this stuff to the car because I was a car guy and whatnot. I still am a car guy, but yeah, now like 
now more cautious that a car shouldn't take like more than 20% of your income monthly. It shouldn't. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what it shouldn't do. So, so then I would have time to enjoy the car. And, and, and of course, your, your schedule too as well. What the hell did you do to it? What'd you add? It, it was the fact that it was running on, basically it blew up because it overheated. Oh. And it, it was on a track and I didn't allow the car to cool down. Instead, I wanted to beat the time by like oh, two or three kept, seconds. You kept going, yeah. Yeah, and I yeah. kept going, but the car was overheating. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't have an upgraded thermostat and an upgraded intercooler to let the car cool down fast enough. And it just fucking like it's, it sounds like there's someone shooting BB guns or a gun inside of your car. <laughs> that's that's what pistons like when the t- pistons bend mm-hmm. inside of your car. That's what it actually sounds like. And it's scary because you can see like these like pimples popping out from your hood. Yeah. Like if that hood wasn't there and one of those like fly out and hit you, you probably would have died. I don't fucking know. But um, but yeah, that's 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 what happened to it. I bought another one years later. <laughs> that's the funny thing. I bought, a red, I bought a red one years later. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were talking about that red one. No, the red one. You nah, had no, a... The red one I only got just cosmetic-wise upgrade. Mm. Like, I, I changed its rims, its hood, its spoiler, but it never had the engine treatment like the black one did. The black one had uh, all that. Yeah. Okay. So, another money trap, actually, is cell phones for me. Um, so yeah, I can see that. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I was like, I don't know. I, I guess you can kind of say I felt for the hype or whatever, like, always wanting the new gadget and whatnot, and... I was always an iPhone person. I still am, but like, I've always upgraded according to what's the next up iPhone and iPhone and iPhone. I never skipped, mm. right? And, and they keep adding all these new features and stuff. And I thought those features were cool and whatnot. And I just wanted to like, oh, it's like, I keep trading in my phones, waiting for the two year contract, or maybe I will sell my phone, unlock it, and then, and then like, buy the next one or use it to, to lower the price of the next one. And I just kept doing that. And what I realized over time is that I never use the features of like the next upgrade at all. Like at, at all. Like for an example, right now I have the iPhone 11 and night mode is, um, one of the features that is like, you know, they advertise pretty heavy on it. I never really had to take a picture in the dark, in the dark ever with, with my phone ever, mm-hmm. ever. And if I do, the flash comes on and, and it suffices. But I never like did the night mode thing and actually like tried it out or for, well, at least for me. So there was no point of upgrading it. Actually, honestly, since we're on the subject, I only upgraded to the 11 Pro because my iPhone 10 died or iPhone X as they call it. It died, had a cracked screen and it was just, <laughs> it's time to go because it was like four years old. And then that's why I upgraded. But if it, if it wasn't like, that old and stuff like that and the the 10 and the 10s and all that stuff was like coming out um i would have never done it because phones are like yeah it's a trap it really is a trap holy cow and they're like over a grand now oh, yeah. even the samsung mine's, mine's 1500 yeah even the samsung <laughs> is like you know because like back then what were they like four or five hundred so they're like they were like kind of easy to upgrade you know what i mean and go after that's why that's why i understand you when you say that because this phone i feel like it's not worth 1500 yeah like for the features that is it's intended for it's like i actually never use it for it at all Mm -hmm. there's a shit ton of features i don't even use (laughs) yeah yeah same and um, sometimes i learn new things about it as mm -hmm. time goes on as if it was like new to me yeah yeah Another thing that Jay can agree with me is fucking building a damn computer. Well, hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
you can never stop building it it's so popular now yeah especially after the pandemic um but before like with us it's just you buy something doesn't fit or doesn't go with that Mm -hmm. like your motherboard oh shit now i have to return this and buy a new motherboard which i didn't want to buy a motherboard in the first place (laughs) so it's like one thing doesn't fit or doesn't work with another you have to buy something else Mm -hmm. and then next thing you know you need to upgrade something else and then over the years you need to upgrade what you bought previously because it's out of date now because technology is like growing so fast yeah literally one year is is in in technology age one year is old it's very old um, and it's true. You you never really feel satisfied with your parts. Mm-hmm. That's what I'd say. Like every year, something else comes out, and you're like, "Damn, maybe I should upgrade my RAM, yeah, my graphics card, my monitor." It's, it's like, usually always the RAM and graphic card. It's, yeah, it's usually always the RAM. Because if you get a decent CPU, that will last you for a while. Mm-hmm. And then at at one point, the RAM's not gonna work anymore because mm-hmm. they're gonna make like it's obsolete. Yeah, that means you have to buy a new motherboard to support yeah. the new RAM. It's uh it's a never ending cycle. Like if people know this, the DDR4 RAM doesn't work um, with certain motherboards, mm-hmm. or the newer motherboards only fit DDR5 RAMs, so you yep. can't even use your DDR4 RAMs on the motherboard. Yeah. So that means you have to buy a new motherboard and new RAM. Yep. I'm just. I'm <laughs> No, I'm laughing because of the conversation me and you had in the car earlier. I'm about like uh, HDMI 2.1, oh, yeah. USB 3.0. Like, because like all that stuff is like when I went to the store and I forgot like what I was buying and then which was basically had things that was had to be compatible with that. Mm-hmm. And I legit looked at the guy and I just went, there's a USB 3.0 and he goes, yeah. I was like, wait, when the hell was there a 2? And, and he goes, he's like, you don't, you don't know what a USB 2.0 is? I was like, uh, you're telling me three. I didn't even know when two was. And he's like, oh, yeah. And then we, we continue on the conversation. He's explaining it to me. I can't fucking pay attention to it for the life of me. And then I, we were looking at the TVs and he was telling me like, yeah, as long as you have an HDMI 2.1, you should be fine. I was like, there's a 2.1? And then he goes, yeah. What the hell do I have? He's like, if you don't know what it is, it's probably an HDMI one. I was like, mine just says HDMI. There's no one at the end of it. <laughs> and I was like, so how do I know if it's an HDMI two? And then he goes, or 2.1, he goes, um, it would probably list it on the wire. <laughs> I was like, you can't just tell by looking at the, the tip of it. And he goes, honestly, you put those two next to each other. I don't think anyone could tell the difference. <laughs> and I was like, really? Mm-hmm. All right. So That's go fun. ahead. <laughs> I think you just taught me how to counterfeit something, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was laughing. Yeah. But the computer with the DDR4, look at that DDR4. I I'm still like, love playing hell? DDR. DDR. I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like DDR. Boy, what the hell? Dance Dance Revolution went that far up. <laughs> but like, damn, I was still stuck on DDR2 back then. And that was the shit. And now there's like DDR4. It's like, when the fuck did 3 happen? Like 3 must have skipped by me. Like, I think it's like at 7 or 8 right now. Really? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, that's GDDR. I think that's graphics card. They're at that high. Oh, I'm talking about the game. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about the game at okay. this point. Oh, okay. graphics, <laughs> graphics is at six. Graphics is at six right now. Graphics is at six. Yeah. How about the Rams? Are they at four still? Five. Um, the five's coming out. Um, I don't think it's out yet. Oh, AMD yeah. recently announced their new motherboards. They won't be compatible with DDR4. <laughs> so it's time to upgrade. <laughs> oh my god. Yep. 
Meanwhile, there goes a couple of thousand. Yeah. Meanwhile, people <laughs> are like, I think people swap motherboards because of um, like people used to use Intel because Intel was like you know the shit that everyone was using back yeah, then now from AMD. the i threes to the i sevens and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And now it's like the AMD Ryzen. Ryzen, thank you. <laughs> I had a brain fart, and then that's a completely different motherboard. So everyone had to switch mm-hmm. over to that motherboard to be compatible with that mm-hmm. processor. So it's like, yeah, it's like that's um, that's a money trap with computer right there. Yep. And the thing is, you'll never use it for its intents and purposes. Well, if I mean, we mostly built it for game. Yeah. So we use that a lot. It's good for a lot of things, honestly. Um, you you seen my tabs? Not a, I'm not a gamer. That's why. If so you're like, a 3D yeah. renderer, designer, things just load faster. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm you not seen a gamer, my tabs so. of mangas? Oh, that too, yeah. yeah. Like fucking... I, I one time I made him panic because he thought yeah. I closed all of it. Four or five yeah. Google Chromes with yeah. like really 20 did. tabs he open. Started, like, <laughs> he was so panicking. I was like, I, I just opened a new window. He goes, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he, looked like he, just, he looked like he just Damn. unloaded a huge load of poop or something. After I, that or something. Nah. And I was like, I'm like, dude, don't worry. I've seen your tabs. Oh, like, man. Some of them are questionable, but I've seen it. <laughs> nah, what, what you should do to like really scare him uh, is right. take a screenshot of it. And then minimize everything, and then set the screenshot as the as the um, wallpapers. So then when he goes try to click on it, he's like, "Why won't be? Why isn't this working?" <laughs> nah, I'm not that stupid. <laughs> I, did, I actually like, did that like though, a duplicate computer. background. I actually did that to someone, and like it, it was funny. They got pissed, but I was like, "Bro, it's just a screenshot. Like oh, everything was just minimized." And oh, you because know, I also hit the taskbar at the bottom. Yeah, I hit it, and then I set his the the screenshot as, as the wallpaper. And then they got pissed. They're like, "Why isn't this shit working?" And they're like, "What'd you do?" And I was like, "Bro, like, the the taskbar is just hidden. It's just I just took a screenshot and I set that as your wallpaper." <laughs> yeah, you do that to me. The first thing I would do is Alt Tab, and then he'll pop my screen back up. <laughs> 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 Fucking computer guy. <laughs> <laughs> what else is a trap? Kids. Yeah. Women. Oh, you don't want to say that's a trap. That's <laughs> well, it depends on how you have the kid. Go on. If it's an accident, that's a damn trap, all right? Yeah. I don't want to talk about pregnancy, but go on. <laughs> yeah, so, like, if, like, you know, the girl's like, oh, come inside me, and you're like, oh, fuck it, why not? <laughs> <laughs> and then next thing you know, baby comes out, what the? Oh, yep. Oh, man. It's like, I didn't mean it. Surprise! He's like, yeah, <laughs> I didn't mean it. Had... If your pull-out game is weak. All right, first of all, pull-out game don't work. Pull-out game don't work. There's mm. a thing called pre-cup. Mm-hmm. I'd I, I beg to differ because I was uh, pretty good at it. You're pretty good at it? Well, yeah. Master. This is coming from he a guy who has a daughter. <laughs> Listen. I'm there, pretty good at it. There, no, so, he's mastered it apparently. So there's <laughs> the reason why there was a kid, it, there's a long story to it. That's why. Well, well there's always a story with long, it. But go on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> All right, go ahead. But um, Yeah. Kids, kids, uh, you know, having a kid can be a, a money trap. I mean, especially if there's, because there are some women that are like that. They'll like go around hooking up with guys, and they'll get pregnant just to get save um, the baby relationship. Uh, what is it? Save the baby relationship. Yeah, that was one of the reasons why. But no, just in uh, what I was trying to say is, um, there's some women that child are support. like, yeah, they'll just have kids for child support money. Oh yeah, I forgot people do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. I mean, le- they they can't legally bind you into that, especially if you're sleeping out with a lot of people, right? Mm. I know they can do a biological test, but 
I mean, if you think about yeah. it, like, if a female is going after, uh, she's gold digging, mm-hmm. and she, she sleeps with this rich guy. Gets pregnant. Yeah. As, as, um, I, as what my girlfriend would say, cause she has some friends that are like that, but the secure the bag situation, that's what they call it, secure <laughs> the bag. I'm a secure the bag. They, they actually do do that. Like, they'll, they'll, like, poke holes into your fucking yeah. condoms. Wow. They'll, they'll switch. They'll take a birth control in front of you, but they swap it out with M and M's, and they just mm. swipe away the M part. So they they that so they I take it in front of them. The condom, yeah, big brain, big brain. <laughs> yeah, bring your own condom. Okay? Yeah, plus too, like there's someone that yeah they'll target like rich guys that are yeah. married, and then yeah. they'll Blackmail. go to be like yeah yeah they, the blackmail they'll they'll, yeah, they'll, they'll, blackmail. they'll give them yeah. hush money and I yeah so that's crazy like some of them are actually fucking around with guys that are married and have kids and stuff like that I've I've, I've heard some of the stories and I'm like I don't know why I was surprised when I thought about it. I was like, actually, I'm not surprised. I've seen this actually happen a couple of times. So I'm not surprised. Some that's if you have the choice of not working, like of course you're gonna do it. And if if you just have to raise a child, of course you're gonna do it. Like, well, no, I'm not saying that everyone is like that, but I'm just saying I can understand why they would there's, think that way. Yeah, there's yeah. still people out there that want to be like stay at home wives or husbands. Mm-hmm. There's still people like that think like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't want to work. They just want to stay at home and. Work on the house and take care of the kid. Yeah, it's... yeah. One one very popular movie that is around our time that was like that that actually was talking about exactly what I just said is uh the movie um, Heartbreaker, Heartbreaker with um Mariah Carey did the song for it. She did the basically the song for it, Heartbreaker. I don't know, I know the song. I, I don't yeah, know the movie though. But the movie had Jennifer Love You in, in it. And she was driving like an S two thousand and stuff, and her and her mom would go around and get these rich guys, and then um, would plan basically um, a divorce by setting up um, Jennifer to cheat. But she actually wouldn't sleep with the guy; she would just be the the distraction to to cheat. Mm-hmm. And then the she would the mom would walk in, and then act surprised, and oh, then file for the divorce and have all the evidence and all the stuff. And yeah. they would, that's basically the whole movie. But um, I'm not, I'm not going to spoil the ending just in case someone wants to watch it. But, uh, yeah, it's things like that. And the funny thing is that the movie was comedy. But hmm. to think, like, imagine that shit happened in real life. That's just not funny. <laughs> like, yeah. at all. That that also reminds me of um, the show Shameless. One of, like, the like the later seasons, there's a girl that uh, she has, like, a bunch of kids. But they're all from, like, rich guys. And she gets a shit ton of money from each and single one of them because they're all rich <laughs> old white guys. But, yeah, that, that's what that reminded me of. But yeah, with uh, my kid, it was just like. Are you, so are we saying that girls are money trap? No, I was kidding. <laughs> some of them are. Yeah, the topic are. was kids. I'm just, I'm just joking. Yeah. I mean, yeah. anyways, like with the way with my kid, it was that uh, it saved the relationship type baby. But um, yeah, I love my kid though. I love her to death. She's the best. Oh yeah, it's true. The, the, it's only it's only a trap if you don't plan for it. Like, oh man, I have a kid now. No, the thing is that like people think that what the way that well America at least is set up that it's it's kind of easy to that well that's what they're portraying it's kind mm-hmm. of easy to take care of a child right and all this government assist program to help you be that single independent parent yep. so they fall into that trap where they think that like having a child would benefit them more because they hear stories of like people who claim a child and they get like 
that earned income credit, that's what it's called, for the child and their tax break, and they get like four grand. What they're not paying, four or five grand, sometimes it goes higher or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But they're not paying attention to how much money do you think it is to raise that child throughout the year. Oh, it's wow. actually four or five grand. It's actually not even enough. Mm-hmm. It's not enough at all. I believe because, it. Because I raised my niece since she was zero, you know, she's, but she was like my child. And I spent, I shit you not, her Christmas alone was almost two grand. Her Christmas. Oh, yeah. Imagine her birthday. Yep. And then adding her summer clothes for school. It, I spent more than four or five grand on it. But my sister claims her. You see what I mean? And, um, like, that's, uh, like, it's, it's a trap mm. that, uh, people usually fall for. It, a child is expensive. It is expensive. Not just the money, but the time it takes. The time it takes to even, raise the child like I, like I was like even though she wasn't my child but I was like limited to the things I could and could not do because I had no one to pass her to when I wanted to go out hmm. because my sister is at work I have the responsibility to watch her and I'm look, looking around and I felt like a single dad raising this kid because I was like I don't have a partner to be like hey can you just watch this kid while I go out and get fucking shit faced <laughs> for like two hours and I promise you I'll be back no matter how drunk I am which is possible for me because I drink heavy. But like, anyways, <laughs> you know, it's like it's like no, I have to basically hit up my boy. Like, yeah, sorry, can't make it. I have I have kid duty. Blah blah blah. Like that shit sucks. <laughs> All right, so this is coming from a request from one of our listeners. I mean, all the other ones was too, but this one is a, a request for us to answer. She just wants our thoughts of working with your significant other in the same job location. So. To give you her backstory, is that she actually met him um, at the workplace, but didn't really work in the same department, so she recognizes him, right? So let, let's put a place in our so, minds. So they work in the, in the same building, but not in within yeah, the let, same let's department? Let's say they work at Walmart, right, together. We'll, we'll use that as an example. She works in the, the clothing department, and he works in the electronical department, right? But she she seen him, but never really spoke to him. So... She's on Tinder and she's just swiping around and she, she recognizes him. And when she recognized him, she thought it was like a bit weird because like, huh, I've seen this guy somewhere before. So she matches with him. One thing led to another and they, they hit it off and they talked about how they work in the same place together and, and, and conversation like kind of went on from there. They, then they went on a few dates together and then, then they started dating, right? And, um, she just wants our, like, our thoughts on it. Like, of course, she knows, like, we're probably going to bring up the level rule, which basically is that like, you shouldn't date someone who's your boss or anything like that. So she just want to clarify with you guys that she, they're not, there's no such thing as a level thing there. They work in the same company and he's not her boss. She's not her boss. She's at a separate department. Hmm. But she wants to ask, like, what do you think? Is that healthy for a relationship? Um, what do you think is the pros and cons about that if you do work at the same place together and things like such as that? Mm-hmm. I say if if you're at work, just keep it professional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I, no, she's not asking about the job. She's asking about relationship wise. It's uh, yeah, like that, that's the same. Thing. Like, don't act lovey dovey when you see each other at work yeah. and everything. Just keep it professional. Because mm-hmm. like at 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 my job, there there is a um a not even a couple they're married you you probably know them too Kay. Mm-hmm. but they 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 yeah, literally work in the people. same department yeah i know a few people who, and like yeah. everyone know they're married and everything and they're together and like they only 
they just work and then whenever it's lunchtime they go out have lunch together and then come back and then they just focus on work and if they they pass by the hallway see each other say hi whatever or whatnot but it's like they keep it professional yeah they don't fuck around like flirt with each other or like oh, have a cool slap his ass <laughs> slap her ass <laughs> etc section and then the the it, it, it's actually a sticky situation because I've actually have experience with this. Oh, do tell. <laughs> do so this tell. was about five. It's gonna be almost six years now. So I started working at this bank, and um, yeah, when I one of my coworkers, we hang out and stuff, and we hit it off, and we started dating. Um, at the time, I was broken up with my ex, mm. so yeah, we were dating. Um, she was cool. Um, but then, uh, but the thing is we kind of kept it like secret because the company at the bank that we worked for, um, they have a rule against dating your coworkers. Mm -hmm. So if they find out, um, you're dating, then one person will have to like relocate and stuff or yep. one will have to leave. Um, so we kept it like a secret and then like we dated for like a bit for like a couple months and then we broke up because well i broke up with her because i got back with my ex so after that it just it just kind of got weird and she didn't like being there anymore so then she she like um she relocated and then when she quit she she told like the the regional manager that we dated and stuff, wow. and then a bunch of people found out, and they were like surprised. And like even like my boss at the time, my uh, the branch What's manager. It? What was the point of doing that? It's like she's trying to stir up trouble. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's I think so, that's what she was way, trying to get across, but nothing really happened. Yeah. But yeah, even like my branch manager was surprised because he didn't he wasn't even aware of it, and he was surprised that we dated. But yeah, honestly, like. It, I honestly wouldn't recommend it just because if you got, like, you know, the two people end up breaking up, then it'll be awkward. It's going to affect you at work. Yeah, exactly. Even if it's, like, in the same department, it. you're, like... Yeah, it's like having a child together. You're just stuck with her no matter what, having a talk. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I have experience in that, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, yeah, but, like, if you guys, like, break up, then, then, like, you'll see each other, and then you'll, like go the opposite direction just to, just to avoid each other and it becomes awkward that happened to you though didn't it because you did broke up with her and you yes for a while yeah like she and was you like still saw her work yeah like yeah because at the time she was working part-time so it was just uh awkward silence and yeah it was, she she ended up uh relocating to another branch within the boston area and when she quit, that's when she told everyone, like, she told, like, the, you know, her yeah, boss. Yeah, she was definitely me a shit. What the yeah. fuck? I mean, I didn't really care. I mean, I, I can understand because, like, she must have been pissed that I, I think broke I, up with I, her to get back with my ex. I was thinking yeah. that, too, that she must have been, I guess she kind of she felt petty. petty. Yeah, it she was petty. Yeah, petty about it. Yeah. But, I mean, like I said, I kind of understood, so it didn't really bother me because, like, I broke up with her to get back with my ex. Yeah. But, yeah, that's why, like, I honestly wouldn't recommend it just because, like, if anything does happen and the couple ends up splitting up, mm. it'll just get really awkward and then no one, one or the other is not going to want to be there and then they're just going to end up leaving. Yeah, it'll it'll affect your, your job performance. Yeah, so that's one thing uh, mm -hmm. about dating uh, within your someone that works with you, even if it's, like, in a different department. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and especially, like, like... Some places have policies against that, because then you become it's, it's like people of interest or something mine, like that. Mine too. Yeah, 
Matter of fact, um, almost every month we have this like monthly meeting that we go in like really early in the morning um, to watch like a, an educational video. <laughs> last month's video was about like sounds workplace like a brainwashing session. Exactly. Yeah. Last last month's uh, video was about work relationships. Well, I was there. I would be like, "All right, who snitched?" And, uh, <laughs> and almost, almost everyone that was almost every uh, employee that was shown on the screen uh, was all women, and they were complaining about how guys like flirt with them during work or Wait, touch them. It, and all was stuff. it dating or was it sexual harassment video? It, it, it could be both. Okay, go on. It, it was. It was actually about both. But yeah, that was the biggest thing. Like they they recommended not to have relationships at work. I'm gonna just interrupt you really quick, right? Yeah. But I think those videos are funny when they the the acting or when they're trying to mm-hmm. sexual harass. Yeah. They're like, "Oh wow, Becky, you're looking mighty fine today." Yeah. <laughs> oh, no way. It's like this is the most like this is the yeah, most like, yeah. fucking that that or like, like <laughs> there was a skit where was, uh, some guy comes up to someone and, uh, and he's like, "Oh, you you want to grab some drinks at the work?" Yeah, <laughs> and then she looked disgusted. She's like, Ugh. Just like, "What the hell? Why she look disgusted?" <laughs> this kid cracks me up. I was like, "Well, his execution, I give him a one out of ten. I, I give him a two for uh, an A for effort." But <laughs> uh, I, I seen that. I had a thought about it because um, I was looking for a new job at the time, a couple months ago, and then my girlfriend said there were, there was like an open position for. Um, what was it? Uh, oh, like farm yeah. tech? Yeah, for farm so, you, tech. so you actually could have worked with yeah, her. Yeah, I could have yeah. worked with her. But then it's like we, we would we would keep it professional and everything, you know. But least, I guess over time. At least be in different departments. That kind of helps. Well, that, that only depends. Well, the, what, the pharmacy what, is only one department. Yeah. So if for them, it would be different. And usually zone. farm tech mm. supports the I mean, sorry, pharmacist. Not time different shift. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Other than that, but it's like, yeah, we could keep um, keep work professional, but then I do see the point of like, what if something happened at work where it caused us to fight? That will affect our relationship, you know? Mm. It's like, what if I fuck up on something and then she gets mad and she's stressed about it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's true. Vice versa. That is true. And so she has back- to see her face at work. It's like, ah. Yeah. It's like, oh, not this fucking scumbag right, again. Yeah. <laughs> Why I am I dating you? I'm mad at you. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. From experience, I don't recommend it. For the for who, for that, you know, who asked that question, I'd say I like I highly recommend just keep They're it strictly, dating, you know. strictly professional. Nothing else in the workplace. There's a there's a saying. It says, uh, "Don't bring your don't bring your work home with you." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said um, that. In, like I forgot which episode, but yeah. Did you? Yeah. Oh, anyway, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> it's a common phrase, though. Um, yeah, yeah, and then li- leave leave all your drama at the doorstep before you go to work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's there's always a fish in the sea. Wait a minute. No. <laughs> what, what, <laughs> what, Jay? <laughs> You're going off. <laughs> That's actually what I was going to touch anyways, off on. Too. Yeah. yeah. There's plenty of fish in the sea. There you go. That's how it is. That's how it is. Okay. <laughs> That that had nothing to do with work. <laughs> anyway, so like it's it's tricky because I've seen. So my thoughts on it is tricky because I've seen some relationship really, um they they it build because they work with each other, and over time like 
they spent more time with each other than actually with their significant other or or family or anyone else that mm. they'd started to develop um connection with each other and then they end up just dating because of that because they spend so much time with each other and i've seen situations where a person would kind of like develop a crush over you know the person that they see at work and stuff like that and and i've, I've seen situations like that her situation is kind of interesting because they met each other through Tinder. Yeah. And they, they just so happened to work at the same place. So I can understand that too. Um, but as far as relationship goes, I think for them, it actually will work out. The fact that they're in two separate departments. So they, they'll see each other in the building. Yeah. But um, I Th- feel... They won't really... They don't really interact with yeah, each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like for them, I think it's it's perfectly fine. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. And but, it's great for them, too, because they can drive to work together and, and you know, and, and go back home if, if they're on the same shift. I don't know if they are, but mm-hmm. I feel as if it, it would be more of a problem. So here's where my experience come in. It would be more of a problem if you work in the same um, area as each other because I've actually not dated... But I actually had a little quiet thing going on with a coworker, and one thing led to another, and we had like this little thing that we had between each other. Some and plowing then, and pounding. <laughs> pounding and so I'm not gonna say who it is, but like, <laughs> but like, so she, you know, she and I just like we weren't like I don't know what happened. I guess I guess it was kind of a lack of communication on both of our parts. Um, but I thought. Because she was getting out of a relationship that she wouldn't want to jump into another one. And she knew, we knew about each other's relationship status because we were like working together. So we, we vent a lot to each other about that. And, you know, a harmless thing of like, let's go out and drink and talk some more. Like with, because we actually did it with all of our coworkers, right? And so we, we didn't think much of it. But one thing led to another and we just decided to message each other and and and, um i didn't develop feelings for her but she did and that's why i say sex kind of can complicate things so i think her her emotions for me grew higher and it got to the point where like basically i didn't want more of it and she basically kind of got upset not kind of she really did got really upset that she um that she didn't want to work on the same days as me because the shift at our workplace that area it's it's only one shift which it opens at nine o'clock and it closes at seven so you can either come in and relieve the other person or you're the person's relief right and um but that means that you you'll overlap no matter what and so with me and her after we had that conversation we had work with each other the next day so it was basically like the day i turned her down about wanting a relationship and to her, she got upset because she thought, like, that's what she was showing to me that she did want it one. And we went to work with each other, and I could just feel the tension with each other. <laughs> and I was like, this is what it's like oh, yeah. in an yep, argument. I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, if you're, if you're in an argument, and we're, we're trying our best not to show it, and our coworkers is like, they kind of knew we had a little thing going, mm. right? And they were like, they were like just watching it. Like what? Wait, I think they're in a fight or something like type of thing. So like at one point, I was alone doing something, and the the other coworker she came up to me. She's like, "Hey, is, is everything all right with you guys?" And I was like, "What are you talking about?" It's like you guys haven't joked or like 
said anything to each other all day unless it's like work related like oh there's a customer at the register it's all oh, the prescription is like oh maybe i shouldn't have said prescription but like <laughs> that kind of like gave it away but anyways all right i could just say prescription or whatever you were so, giving it away when i talked about me and my girlfriend working at pharmacist <laughs> and then you're like there's only one area and then you yeah, mentioned yeah, yeah. that one area yeah. so so like yeah so so if like if you get into an argument with each other it's like oh my gosh do, do you you're stuck having to sit there with it like and just look at it and you know when we both punched out together I, I walked to my car and then she she walked she walked towards her car and she just stopped and she just walks back to my car and I was like oh fuck here we go <laughs> and oh, then boy. and then she's like can we talk I was like okay sure we'll we're sitting in the parking lot our, at our workplace. We were just talking for like two hours. Two hours. I felt like I was stuck there. <laughs> then, two hours. But, yeah, it was like it was like an endless loop yeah, of like an argument just, of like us home. getting nowhere. You know <laughs> what I mean? And then um, uh, one thing led to another, and we we kind of like um, got over it, and we still stayed working with each other, and we. Me and her both kind of let the whole thing go or whatever. It's like a one-time thing or, or, or one or whatever you want to call it. And then till this day, I still feel like a sense of like she still has like feel some type of way towards me about how that she all won't happened. For, she won't forget you for that. Yeah. Even won't. though she knows I'm not like one of those like one night stand type of guys and like would just do stuff like that mm-hmm. and it's just that like i know exactly how you feel yeah but she's just she like she knows i'm not that type of person but to her she she still feels like like that's what i did to her but that's not exactly what happened and I, even though i explained it to her it's like you just you just got out of a relationship mm-hmm. she really did just got out of a relationship and then and uh you know i shit you not She's she's married to that guy now, so <laughs> yeah. And we we're still kind of good friends, so yeah. But it's there's still that little bit of awkwardness. That, you know, you guys ever had like that awkwardness that you don't bring up with someone, but there is that awkwardness there. That... I was about to say that. Yeah. It's I feel like it's funny how people know. Yeah. What that that two people are fighting just with that awkward silence and in the air. Yeah, <laughs> like, like I'm careful. These, these two, something's good. I mean, Kate, Kate's seen. One of my experience. Mm. I'm the master of half. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Just take half. <laughs> what the fuck is a half? <laughs> Anyways. All right, back to topic. Um. Oh yeah, they they dating at, at uh well uh well co- being coworkers. I think we hit it almost every subject uh, yeah, on it's, it. It's pretty much awkward, but I can understand when you develop a relationship and then. The thing is that, like, if you... To me, I can't do it, to be honest with you. And it's not because of, like, if things don't work out or whatever. It's just, I love my space. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I've learned to love it. And this this is coming from a guy who lived with his girlfriend for, like, over eight years. I lived with my girlfriend for eight years. So, we were constantly always seeing so each other. So, you get tired of seeing yeah. him, right? No, it's not that. It's that, like... It's just it, sometimes... It becomes your normal. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, and... So, I can understand when that's, like... Being at, you know, being with each other at work and then at home, too, it's like, I can understand they're they're okay with it. Mm-hmm. But for me, like, I guess the past two or three relationships, two, two relationships that I've had, three, wait, three, three, 
the past three relationships that I've been in, right? It's is that I I've always had distance. Like now, and I kind of grew used to that distance now. Like I don't live with my girlfriend, um, and like I don't like see her twenty four seven. We hell, we barely talk at all. I think I covered that. Like we we barely we can go like a week or two or whatever without talking to each other. Like that space is like I love it. She goes out and she she does her she do her own thing. You know, she has school, um, she has work. And then she has her mom, and that's 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 the shit that she has. And she has her own friends. And then I have my own, you know, she I have my own friends, I have my own family, and and I have my own work and and things that I do. And, and our life kind of complements each other. Mm. So I, I love the space that, like, you know, it's 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 um, it's funny because our relationship is like absence make the heart grow fonder, and it, it really reflects that between me and her because we we don't ask each other what we do every day. Or like, how was your day? But I, I can understand how some people, like, they want that, they desire that, like, to check up on you, see how you do, tell me good nights, and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. I, I can understand that because I've been there before. Um, but what, where I am now, the reason why I'm, I would be against seeing my partner every day is because I actually think that my relationship right now is actually pretty good. Like, we, I don't ask her what she does every day because she, she, I, she's, um, she, she is repetitive. And it's not much of a conversation. So if that, and, yeah, that and like the, the the time of not seeing each other for a while, it, it makes you miss them more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah absence, absence make the heart grow fonder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then and then we then when we do see each other, we like almost like catch up and have like these points of like what happened in the time you were gone. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes like it, it happens sometimes where either it I noticed it's mostly her, what she would miss me too much, and she would just call me and FaceTime me just to tell me like a point of what's happening to her or what's going on in the week. Um, and I would do the same for her. Like I, I communicate with her when there's something important and whatnot. And our time to see each other is very sporadic. Like we, we don't have like what well, we used to be like every Sunday mm. to see each other. Then that we were going to make that normal, but now mm-hmm. it's just, it got to the point where it's very sporadic. Because her schedule is very different, mine's always the same. Yeah. But it's like it's we try to like kind of not get into each other's way and stuff like that. So anybody, but I but when we live with each other, uh, when we live with each other, it was like very, um, it was nice. But we only lived with each other for like a little over a little over a month under two months, so there wasn't time for like things to get annoyed by each other yet. But it was kind of like, it's weird. It was like kind of like a test run of like how it would be like living with each other. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I gotta say, she, she's not that bad. And, uh, <laughs> and that's when I was joking with Ang about like, you know, Ang used to be the, the best person that like, I feel like if I ever had a roommate, he, he would be like, I would pick Ang mm-hmm. because like Ang's very quiet. He, he keeps to himself. And hell, I would share the same bed with him because he doesn't move and stuff like that. And he's, he's easy to sleep with, right? Cause he won't snore loud. He won't, you know, hit you like fucking my little brother that does randomly in the middle of the night. You know, um, with, with her, it's it's like she's an upgraded version of Ang. That's what I was like. That's what I told Ang. I got like, I'm sorry. I, I I told you that I know you were the best person I ever slept with. Actually, that came out wrong, but like, anyways. But like, but like uh, um, uh, but I gotta say, my girlfriend right now, she's a lot better than you are. She is so quiet when she sleeps. She's so quiet. 
and she she doesn't move around much and she's like um she's very easy to to sleep next to and and like she doesn't bother me at all stuff mm. like that she's actually very good at waking me up too which is interesting but to be around each other 24 7 i can see that like well for me it's like i can see that will cause a lot of problems with someone else because yeah. some some people they they get bored of being normal they want the excitement of that relationship so yeah. usually beginning of relationship it's always fun and everything but once you get to know each other and then be seeing each other all the time it becomes normal where like your everyday stuff you don't really need to talk about it because yeah. you're doing the same thing every day yeah it's funny because my girlfriend told me that like one of the funniest things i i, I don't know why but she told me like one of the best thing about dating you is that you have a mystery factor. And I was like, a mystery what? Because she couldn't say factor correctly. But I was like, oh, mystery factor. She goes, yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> so, and I was like, what do you mean? I was like, how do I have a mystery factor? I think my schedule is pretty self-explanatory, right? Mm-hmm. But to her, it's like, sometimes I wonder what the hell do you do on this time? Or, or what do you do? Or, or who are you with? And stuff like that. But I wonder, and then sometimes I worry about you, but I, like, I do know where you are. That's the weird part. I know what you're doing. I know where you are. I, I see your phone. I, I, like, go through your phone because, you know, I use your phone during Spotify when in the car, right? Like, I trust you 100%. But then sometimes I was like, what is he doing? <laughs> like, and then I was like, that's, that's the attractive part about me. And she goes, yeah, you're like, you have like that weird mystery. It's like, what is this guy doing? What is he up to? Wow. And then I was Doesn't like, "Sound like a hundred percent trust." <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> I trust you, but hold on, I have well, your phone on. right now. Let You're me just suspicious let me see right what now. you've been up to. <laughs> I told her, like, sucks. I told her, like, but you go through my phone, and then she goes, "No, I'm just saying that, like, you." No, yeah. So yeah, she actually when she says she goes through my phone, it's because she controls. She's the DJ in the car, right? But. My phone is unlocked and everything else, and like it's like um, she. I think actually, honestly, I think it's because she's cocky, is why she uh, she says you, that. You like know, you know, she's reading her text. I, maybe she is. Maybe you know she she's isn't. Reading. But she um, she's like she doesn't think that I would find anyone better than her. Mm. That's what she thinks. That's what that's 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 like her pride and that's her co- cockiness. Or no, I wouldn't say cocky. She's confident. Mm-hmm. That's her confident level. That's how she is. Mm-hmm. Th- did she ask you? That. Did you go through your phone and ask you? Why do you ask every girl if they like boba? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny <laughs> because I'm like, what, when I hear people say that you'll never find anyone better than me, <clears throat> like I've I've heard that from my exes before. I I never told her this, but like, I'll be damned if she listened to this podcast and actually heard this part. But like. One thing that I would want to say to my exes is that if you ever, if you had said to me that I would never find anyone better than me, right? That line, that's the fucking point. Because they, I, I do not want to find someone that is like you. <laughs> like that's that's, that's just true. yeah, that's just worse. The point is to find someone that's not like you and date someone else. Yeah, like or a, else it's gonna end the same or something like that. Like you know, better than you. Yeah. I'm leaving you. What makes like, you better? It's like someone <laughs> someone once asked me like, oh, if you had a, if you had a uh, if you wanted to say something to your ex, what would you say? I was like, well, you know, this world it took everything from me, and you know, I'm gonna take everything back from this world. I'm gonna take everything from this world except for my ex. You can keep that shit. 
<laughs> and, like, and my friend's like, damn. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, dude, you don't even know half of the story. <laughs> well, to, to my bad exes. Those those exes. They're, mm-hmm. they're, yeah. I mean, everyone has that those one or two or whatever amount of exes that you wish that they would probably just roll over somewhere and die. Like, you know what I mean? So some, some, sometimes some guys have those exes. Yeah. I'm hoping you guys never do. I'm <laughs> just saying. You never know. It depends on the person. Yeah, some people are shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but she she should hold on to that confidence. Yeah, she's... she's hold on to it. She is. That's <laughs> why I always crack up. Because, like, she knows this, too. Is that, like, I, sometimes she bugs the shit out of me. She does. She annoys the shit out of me. Mm. And, like, she she's, like, she checks off boxes that, like, are not on my boxes. There's, there's like, I have a box. You know, every guy has, like, a checklist of what they want in a girl. You know, like, Jay, like, I think you said down to earth or something like that. Is that what you said? The what? Like, your, your checklist of the girls, like, down to earth, right? Or something? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you know, it's like, like, those boxes of, like, what um what a guy kind of looks for. So, you know, the, your preference, right? So, I, I have a preference, right? That outside of looks, personality-wise, right? And she is completely not on that checklist. She she isn't like I I mm-hmm. fight with her I argue with her and then like you know like sometimes I get so annoyed by her that I just want to like just like go away, but then for some fucking bizarre reason, I always run back to her, mm. and it's the same for her too. Like I don't check off a single one of her boxes, not a single one, but for some bizarre reason, she said the same thing. She always runs back to me, no matter what. <laughs> it's, it's weird. It's like a weird. Is this the I, first time it's happened? Yeah, I first, would say so. Because girl. of like sometimes, like I would get too frustrated with a girl. I I don't want them to come back, and some of my exes have come back, but I don't want to come you back. You don't want to go back. Oh. Yeah, but with her, Interesting. yeah, but with her, it's like it's 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 weird because I get mad at her, and then and then I go back to her for some like default reason. I don't know why. My brain just is like it's just, huh. It's like a puppy. <laughs> It's a, it's a, it's a bit of a power we have over each other because it's, it's not just a one way streak. She's the same too. Hmm. Yeah. What was something that someone said to you that attacked your insecurity, that kind of just stuck by you for your life? So I will start off. For me, one time someone said to me, a friend, that I talk too much and I make the story way too long. That's what it needs to be. Ever since then. I felt as if, like, I don't, like, I don't know. Like, I got offended that I talked too much for some bizarre reason. I know he wasn't trying to offend me, but, like, he just told me that, like, damn, sometimes, Kay, you really do talk too much. And then, like, so you make the stories way longer than what it's supposed to be. Hmm. So that's what he said. Ever since then, every time I tell a story, I don't know if you guys notice it, right? But I always go, long story short. Yeah, that's true. I think about that now, now that you mention it. Ever since he said that, I always say long story short or summarized version. I even notice that in my texts when I'm texting people, I just give them the, the main point and not go into detail. Which is good. Yeah. yeah. Because for me, <laughs> I always like going into detail. Mm-hmm. So kind of like, so, so they you can, can understand the story better. Yeah. So you can, yeah. So I can pass the emotion of what the person was going through or the thought process of what they were going through. Like, I can't just tell you, like, me and my friend had to stop by the road to help build. With no context, like that's that's why. And then ever since then, I just 
I just do things like, oh yeah, long story short. And then sometimes I would like try to like remain more silent and not talk too much. <laughs> Ever since that he he said that, and and not talk about stories and stuff like that unless it's like, you know, like my close friends like us or whatever. But with other people, I, I tend to just say, oh yeah, long story short. So that was like an insult or something like that that like attacked me. <laughs> My, like I guess it attacked me subconsciously and ever since then I've been so subconscious about it that I just keep my story story really? short yeah damn because to me it doesn't sound like a big issue I if anything I, I, I know a lot of people that prefer people that talk more yeah um, I mean to- as, as as long as you're good at telling the story it really shouldn't matter that's true because <laughs> one thing my ex would do is that she she tell me something and then she then she would actually be like okay so like she'd tell me like the backstory the side story <laughs> and I told why well, I, I got to the I got to, like so annoyed of it I'm like can you just get to the point like can you <laughs> like I legit told her I'm like can you not tell me the backstory like yeah. just tell the story and get to the fucking point because yep. that's one thing I didn't like where like why I find annoying but like you like you you give good context and then you that's know. because you guys laugh at me. About my story. Yeah, like, yeah. This guy's like, a fucking yeah, idiot. Yeah, you're a fucking clown. That's yeah. the point. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, well, I was an idiot, but I'm but, just I mean, telling you what really but happened. As, as long as you know you're good at telling stories, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. But, I, I have a coworker that's like that. He he tries to tell a story, but he does some kind of build up first to it. And I'm just like, dude, just tell me what the fuck. Yeah. Like, just, just get to the point. <laughs> um, It's funny. My insecurity is opposite of yours. So back then, my insecurity was being quiet, too quiet. I was always known as like the fucking yeah. yeah, I was was always known as that quiet kid. Uh Yeah, me too. Where where like people I meet, they would just come up to me and say like, "Oh, you're why are you always so quiet?" And that kind of like that that kind of like I don't know. It just made me feel sad, I guess, or Hmm. angry with myself because it's true. Like I didn't talk a lot. And the funny thing is, when you actually get to know me, I I talk a shit ton. Like I go all out. Um, but that that was me back then because I didn't. I really... don't think you talk a lot though. I don't talk a Wait, lot. A lot. I don't think you talk a lot at the, all. But the thing is, no, back I, then, I mean, when yeah. when it's something that interests Jay or Jay knows a lot about, he talks a lot. That's yeah. the same with yeah. me. Oh. I'm just like that too. Yeah. yeah. The thing is, back then, I I really was the quiet kid. I kept to myself. All that. You can even ask Keith. He he said the no, same. No, I mean, thing. I, I believe you. I'm but just, um, I'm just shocked that over, someone said that. Yeah. That's over all. time, my my people skill grew better. I would say. Yeah. So now I'm more sociable. I talk a lot now. Uh-huh. Yeah. But back but, then it hurt but, me. I was but, like, yeah, that, yeah. So, stop yeah. calling me the quiet kid. Yeah, it's the same with me when the guys like say I talk too much and, and um, my stories are too long. My really? stories. Yeah. I'm kind of like, like like that with Jay. Like how Jay is. I was known as the quiet kid in school. Yeah, you you kind of grow out of it later yeah. on. Yeah. Um, cause it, but then there are times where I really am quiet. Hmm. But that's just because there are times where I just have nothing to say. Like, yeah. there's no there's no point of me trying to do small talk or any of that if there really isn't anything to talk about. Like, sometimes I'm just quiet because that's just how I am. Mm-hmm. That happens um, a lot. Yeah. I don't know what bothers me. But that, yeah. People, people call me skinny and everything. I'm like, uh, I know. <laughs> and that's not really a bad thing. <laughs> but they're, they're, they're like, oh, I was like. Like you're so you're too skinny. Like, do you do you even try to to eat? Blah blah blah. I'm like, I do. I'm like, I am trying. But it doesn't like affect me because 
I know because it's the truth. Mm-hmm. And like I work on it. But it's, it's not like it bothers me when people s- tells me that. And other than that, I, I don't know. People don't call me out on stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm not and, even And sure. again, it's one of those things that's not really a big issue. Yeah. yeah. If anything, a lot of people try and they strive to be skinny like lose weight. Shit, if all the girls sees my waist, <laughs> they'll probably say they want my waist. There you go. Because that's all I'm getting. <laughs> uh, that thing. just boosts my morale. <laughs> I, I, I had the skinny problem too, but actually, mine was when someone told me I was skinny. That wasn't the part that affected me. But go on, I'll, I'll say another one. Go ahead. Well, one thing it never really affected me, but people used to always tell me, "Why do I? Why am I always so serious?" I'm like, "The fuck are you talking about?" Like, like apparently I have like a serious face, but that's just like my normal face. So then it's like. Then I try to like smile a bit more or whatever, but it just wasn't me. Or yeah. someone once someone someone Got told that me resting bitch face. Yep. And then some once someone told me I look sad, and I'm just like the fuck. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just like I don't, know what, I don't know what faces to put on. Now. Yeah, and I'm just like walking like down the street with my like listening to my music, and they're like, oh, it's like you look sad. It's like you should smile more, and I'm just like, what? <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah, I I got the angry face thing back then. Yeah, people, th- people thought I looked too angry a lot. I'm like, really? Yeah, people. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like people always told me, it's like I, w- I was always so serious. And I'm like, mm-hmm. the f- like I'm not, I'm not, I'm just myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, that was one thing. So I, I just kind of tried, I guess, show more emotion, even though I'm just. I think like, those people myself. just can't read people. Yeah, they just read what's on yeah, the maybe surface. They, they just don't know you well. Yeah. 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 That's yeah, because I'm like Jay. Like, if 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 we're talking like about a, a, a topic that I'm interested about, then I'll like I can go off and just talk and talk for hours. Mm-hmm. I had two insecurities back then, because I know I'm like a very confident person now, but like holy shit, back then I had like this huge insecurity, and it's, so this back then is when like the whole entire J-pop was like popping off, and people wanted to get into that whole Japanese and Korean type of culture and one of my insecurities was i had wavy hair or curly hair i didn't have straight hair which i couldn't do all those fancy things with straight hair that people can do but that's not the biggest one that attacked you me style your hair yeah so that, that actually wasn't one of the biggest things that attacked me because as you guys can tell i was always bald so um the one that like attacked me harder because that one i kind of blew off pretty easily the one who attacked me the hardest was because the girls that I was getting to know back then that I fell for a lot for, they they wanted to date a light-skinned guy. I'm brown. I'm, brown, I'm tan. Mm. And that was, like, the one thing that I had no control of. Like, I couldn't control my parents. I, I was born with this pigment color, right? And for a while, I felt, like, so insecure that I was attacked because my skin was brown. It's racist. Well, it's, well, you know, it's, it's the person's... It's, not, it's personal preference. Yeah, yeah it's personal yeah. preference. Yeah, so I, I can understand. Mm-hmm. But to them, it's like they just thought like a light-skinned person would be their preference more ideal when I just always thought like I checked off every box that they always wanted. Like the loyal, the sweet guy and everything else. So not not having like an incel moment or anything like that. But they, they were not attracted to me because it was because my skin was brown. Mm. And... I wanted to change that about myself so much. And I couldn't, obviously. 
Um, you can't change unless I do. A, what was that Michael Jackson? Yeah, yeah. Unless I pull pull Michael Jackson and bleach my whole entire skin. But like, um, but that that attacked me because it wasn't just one female. I, I believe it was about three or four who mm. who said that about like towards me. That's what that. That like, yeah, you just don't have like they said. They said to me is like, I just like light skinned guys. That's what that's what they said. Mm. Yeah. Some said light skinned, and there was like another one, another word for light skinned. Which is not pale, it's another word. But um that 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 like attacked me for a while. And and then obviously my, my confidence like shot up and then that like my confident and here's a great tip to to anyone if you feel as if you don't check out the girl's preference, um the boxes on the girl's preference. Your confidence, like the moment your confidence is like high as hell and you just don't give a fuck. Um, that is actually more attractive than whatever's on their preference. It's like that shit wins them over so well because mm-hmm. here's a big shock. Girls will always date the guy that is not on their check checklist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they would always date guys that is like, yeah, you wouldn't think that it would be with that guy, yeah, right? Or that- they don't look right with that guy. But it's, it was because your confidence was so high that like it won over everything. Yeah, it goes back to the whole fairy tale relationship thing. Where yeah, they they have a mental image of who they want. Yeah, but nine times out of ten, they end up with someone who's oh yeah, completely the opposite. Yeah, nine, yeah. Nine, <laughs> nine, yeah, nine out of ten. I, w- I would I would say that like some of the girls that I've dated mm-hmm. and won over, I actually, um, they would actually tell me majority of them. Uh, and this goes back to the episode of Pretty Privilege. Um, they would always tell me that like I was like a six. Or hmm. seven. I mean, even your ex, she even said you didn't. She didn't like dark skinned guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot. Majority of my exes, like you know, they they always dated me. Was never attracted to me initially. Like mm-hmm. I didn't have that. Like walking in, like I'm Channing Tatum type of fucking vibe or whatever. Okay, maybe he's not that great. Looking, <laughs> but like, well, he is. But like, I'm just trying to use an example for like for guys. Per- for guys, it'd be like I'm obviously I'm not like that Megan Fox, and every guy would be like fucking just like, like mm-hmm. you know. But like. It's um, it's uh, that's a good example of when personality do win. So I hope that like wins. I mean, I hope that like is a good tip for anybody. Looks, looks only get you so far. Yeah, looks can only yeah. get you so far. Yeah. I think an ex- insecurity for me that not from what other people tells me. You said it was m- skinny was one of it, right? No, that wasn't an, an insecurity. Oh, that, that never bothered me. Oh. Um, what? Did, did bother me but it wasn't that someone from, said to you remember that okay but this one's not from because I, I don't know what people said to me because no one ever said anything about me oh. other than like skinny but that that never bothered me but yeah. the, the one thing that did bother me but this was for myself was um i'm not confident and also i was shy growing up due to like a lot of like difficulties um growing up in the environment i guess and um like i would get shy like dude i i would shake when we could have like presentations during school oh and i was like dreaded i hated presentation Mm. if i go up there holding a piece of paper you could see me shake and the paper would be like fucking flapping me like i'm trying to pull (laughs) myself off (laughs) i I saw a lot of that in college yeah yeah but I, like that's one thing I always hated about myself, and that's when I like just started wanting to improve on myself. Mm-hmm. That 
like i gotta just talk more and like know that like even though i'm good friends with everyone in the class but then once it's presentation time it's like it it still affects me even though i know my friends are in front of me and everything and like i talk to them every day and we talk about a lot of stupid shit mm -hmm. but i don't know why presentation like being in front of everyone and talking yeah it, that scares me that's and funny that's... to me it would seem like something fun for me yeah. Well, that's because I, I've been on stage when I used to perform rap songs. Yeah, so. I, I was gonna say the same. I, I've been on stage, like, like school stuff, but yeah, yeah. But I think that's also part of like me caring about what people think too. Mm. So just over time, like I think after or no before college, starting college, that's when I decided to change myself, mm -hmm. like be more confident and like just go up there, just do it. Yeah, and it's easier after high school too because at that's the point where you stop giving a shit about it. Yeah, everything. I stopped caring what people think. Mm -hmm. That's funny for me was because I started hearing what people think. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So so wait, I'll wait for Ang when he's yeah. finishing. No, I'm I'm done basically. Oh, so like back then I wasn't confident in myself at all. I I, I used to be like a turtle, just like you guys. Mm -hmm. I, I kept a lot of things to myself, like dealing with my. My father and my, my mother's like divorce and all that stuff and with my father being like that that mega playboy and everyone was okay with it and accepted it and stuff like that i i, I didn't reach out to my family because they admired him and i i was the only one out of the my family who who would did not accept that or, or liked how he was as a person um so i kept everything to myself and because like i was so used to being in that turtle mode I, I grew, like, not shy, but just, like, very introverted, I guess you can kind of say. And what made my confidence grew more was because of, like, the fact that it, it happened because I started hearing um, insults about me. Because someone, someone said to me, and this is actually basically what this topic is about. Someone said to me that they, they said I was a cocky person. And stuff mm. like that. Uh, only because I started talking to this girl I had a crush on. Right? Because we were classmates is why I started talking. And honestly, I was nervous as shit talking to her. I, mm. I actually had no confidence talking to her. And everything that we talked about was about the project. Because <laughs> we had a project together. It was a group project. So I felt like it was my time to actually, you know. But every time I talked to her, I was like kind of nervous. And I think she noticed. I think she noticed it or whatever. Right? And... One of the person who was on the project with us, like he, he started talking shit about me, and that that insult about me being like a cocky person or whatever, it it, it like it like hung on to me, like it it insulted me so much because I didn't talk to her to show off or anything like that. If anything, I was nervous, but I didn't say shit to people, and and then it grew when I got older and I started. I think it started to hit high school level. Um, no, it was actually a little bit after high school level was when I started to become really, really confident. And it was because here's the one thing I learned. No matter what you do, you can't please everyone. Correct. Right. Mm -hmm. No matter what you do, as far as your confidence goes, there will never be a person to give you confidence. No one can give you confidence. You gotta do it yourself. You have to do it yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So basically I, I faked it. I faked it for a while that I was this cocky person that everyone said. Hmm. And then the, the shit talking continued. The, it, it continued. Mm -hmm. Like there was people who said like, oh, 
there's no way that K get all these girls. I think he's just making that shit up and stuff like that. It's like, no, nah, there's no way that girl actually likes K. He's just he's just telling you a fake make believe story and stuff like that. That like, people would say that stuff about me, right? Mm-hmm. And and like and all these like stories and rumors about me, like I noticed it was like that's their way of attacking me and saying that I was cocky. As time progressed, I realized that no one can give me that confidence other than myself. Mm-hmm. So I gave myself and fed myself that confidence. It's like, you know, just fake it. I know you're shy. I know you're nervous. I know you don't want to fuck up in front of this girl, right? Just pretend, pretend you're confident, okay? Just, just, she, she will see that and she will like that. Just, just make jokes and stuff like that. I kept telling myself that practicing it for so long and just breaking away from the nervousness and, and not caring about what the girl would think. It, it grew onto me. I wore that mask for so long. And that's what actually made my confidence grow. Mm-hmm. That after a while, I became. Now you guys see me slide up to go like, "Hey, you want boba?" <laughs> like, like I do it so naturally now. But believe it or not, I was in your guys' shoes. Yeah. And believe it or not, those people who attacked my insecurity was actually what fueled me. Mm-hmm. I I didn't do it to prove them wrong. I did it because I realized no one's actually gonna feed me confidence other than myself. So mm-hmm. I kept telling myself that I was like, "Okay, hey, I, I know you're shy. Okay, I, I know I know you're not comfortable, but you you have to do it because, or else they're gonna think this way, or else they're gonna say this about you." And then that's when I grew from people call me cocky, and I call myself confident. It's the opinion I have on myself is why I believe it. Like I I believe that way of what I see and feel about myself, and that's how I became this confident person. That's why things such as like going on stage and rapping, I can do it with no problem. Yeah. Right. And and, and me talking to a complete stranger and stuff like that, do it. I can do that with no problem. And me talking to a girl, I treat a girl as if they're no different from a boy, which, by the way, they really aren't. That's, yeah, that's how yeah they be. really aren't. Gender, like aside, every person has almost similar interests and want to be approached the same way. Mm-hmm. And that that confidence. um, that's how mine grew was from being attacked that they thought i was this person but yeah use the negative to turn into your p- positive yeah I, f- I fed that to myself and that's mm-hmm. how i became how i am now until this day i still have people who says that that motherfucker's confident i don't know cocky as shit and then only the real people know is like no he's just confident that's why well he's... and for the people who call you cocky and whatnot those are the people that aren't confident in themselves mm-hmm. and they're just attacking you to try to f- make themselves feel better yeah, that's true too. Yeah, that's the yeah. same with like all the online people, like oh, yeah. all these online uh, keyboard warriors. Mm-hmm. They there's always haters, no matter yeah, what you do. Yeah, I was I was yeah. gonna go back to that. That guy who got mad at me during the project, it was because he probably had a crush on that yeah. girl too, and he just never had the heart to. I noticed because he was very quiet. Yeah, he like, never had the heart to say anything to her. Yeah, he probably didn't get to talk to her or whatever. Yeah. Even though there, he finally got a chance to talk. Yep. He got the chance to be in a group with her and talk to her, but then yeah, he didn't and then I, noticed um, you did. Yeah, because I, I know he does because everyone likes to tease him about her. Yeah. But he never, I never seen them two talk. Yeah. And I'm just joking and talking with her. <laughs> but what she doesn't know is I was nervous as shit because I liked it her too. <laughs> well, girls do pick up if you're nervous. Yeah, she. I'm pretty sure she's nervous. She probably is like, that's why, that's why they know guy. instantly if a guy is confident and they'll talk to you and be more interested in you. If you're nervous approaching a girl, they they can sense it. Yep. That's why you always tell me to like just go up there and not give a fuck and just yeah try to get her number. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because of like 
what's the worst thing they can say is no right or, yeah but it's whatever but at the same time if you're your true self yeah minus that confident person is not your true self or whatever but if you walk up and approach her and say the true lines that you would normally say as a joke mm-hmm. and she doesn't get it or like no not that she doesn't get it but it comes off wrong to her yeah then that's not the right person you should or be she with. doesn't find you funny there's someone else that will find it funny. Yeah, there's someone else. There's always someone else because it's it's like that that phrase I always say to you guys: you you shouldn't be around people that you have to step over eggshells just to be around. Mm-hmm. Those are not your true friends. I can understand if it's coworkers because you know you're, you're in a work environment, you gotta be professional, and whatnot. But like, but like if you're if you're around your friends and you notice that you gotta be stepping over eggshells to be around your friends, um, that's that's not your real friend. Yeah, that's not that's not your real friend. So you shouldn't be around that person. It's the same with your significant other or the person you have a crush on. If, you, if you're getting to know um, a person or you have a crush on someone or you're dating someone, but you realize that you have to put on an act the whole time, that you have to be this person for them, that you guys are you're, you're destined to for failure. You're mm-hmm. destined for failure at that point. Yeah, that's why I just don't give a fuck. That's why I, I told I like I can go up there, that that girl get offended. <laughs> She got jokes. Yeah. Because <laughs> like if you have to change yourself to try to get her to like you, then that that means she doesn't like you for who you yeah, are. Yeah, much. and she yeah, and most likely she wouldn't be around us. Yeah. Yeah. She wouldn't be around us because you know your your friends are your reflection. Well, kind of. Kind your friends of. are kind of a reflection. You of do yourself. pick up things from your friends. Yeah. So like if she if she can't be around you, she most likely would not like your friends either. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I'm only, I'm only laughing because I said kind of because me and Aang is complete opposite. That's why I said that. There, there are some similarities, but me and Aang are like almost opposite. Mm. Almost. Mm-hmm. Even my supervisor when hiring me, because K pulled me into the job. But after K, K left, and then he, it was like a yearly review, and he told me, he was like, oh yeah, when K brought you in here, and like I heard that he was your friend. I kind of, I, I was kind of worried about you. <laughs> I, I didn't trust you about like, cause I have a horrible attendance. <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. Meanwhile, I'm always there like early, but yeah, that's how it was. And I, I told him this too. I'm like, oh, I'm like completely the opposite of K. <laughs> yeah, and then because my supervisor was laughing because I told him the same exact line when I first gave his resume to yeah. to him because he got worried because he saw that I worked at a nail salon. He's like, this guy works at a nail salon. I was like, look, he's the fucking exact opposite of me. And he goes, well, that's great to hear. That's what he said. And I was like, that's great to hear. Yeah. And then he pulled Ang in and he barely gave him an interview. Because we we already made the decision to hire him. Yeah. 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 And then. And And I proved him wrong every single time. Yeah. And when I told him that about. line too, he laughed too. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he was yeah, he was probably laughing because he heard me said it. And I was like, because I said he's the exact opposite of me. Because I am horrible at like attendance and stuff like that. I don't have like that sense of urgency mm-hmm. um, at my workplace because of the fact that like it will be done when I feel like it, right? And that's that's kind of the the way I felt about the job. Yeah, uh, that company because it was going downhill for me. I could see that company going downhill for me and I knew I wasn't going to be there for a while and that kind of gave me like that there's no sense of urgency. I knew there was a big layoff coming and everything. I mm-hmm. I foresee it. So, um because of that um was why I I had a horrible attendance. That that was why. 
And yeah, and for me, for me, my personality is I like to please people. Yeah. So it's like if he asked me to do something for like finish this job, but also need to this to be finished, and I'm like, okay, sure. Mm-hmm. And like I'll actually put in like a hundred and ten percent to finish it. Yeah. But I, over I, time, is it's just like it's not worth it. So that's like that's like an advice for everyone out there listening to, like, if the company doesn't treat you well or doesn't um like help you out or whatnot you don't have to give 110 percent into it if anything you could do like the minimal yeah work ethics i guess words words of wisdom we'll give our advice to that some other time (laughs) yeah um so yeah that about wraps it up for this episode Uh, at the time of this recording was during father's day so uh happy father's day to all the dads out there that do listen some of us doesn't have fathers so we can't say the same (laughs) some of us our fathers are missing (laughs) and then some of us are fathers ourselves (laughs) but yeah happy happy father's day to the ones that still have a father I can't wow. relate. That sounds really, really kind of dark. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> darker than Jay's future. Yeah. All right, darker than my future. Um, but yeah, thank you all to the listeners that uh, ask questions and want to hear opinions and thoughts. Uh, keep them coming. Again, pretty sometime soon we'll be uh, live streaming and our listeners will be able to call in and get their answers in real time. Um, as always, stay gray. This is your sound guy. Sound enough. What up? It's your boy Jay, aka Kimchi Poppy, aka Mr. Simple, aka Keeping It Real, Keeping It Spicy, y'all. The last part, I thought you said aka. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of, yeah, it's speech impediment. Anyways, <laughs> thank you all for listening. Again, if you have any questions that you would like for us to answer, uh, please feel free to leave a comment down below. We appreciate you for listening. And again, um, it would really, really help us if you would hit that like button and subscribe so we get more content. Don't forget to hit that bell down below as well so you can get more notifications on whenever we post a new video. Um, yeah, this is Jay signing off. And again, stay spicy and be confident in yourself. Because yep, remember, yep. if you're not confident, I'm coming for that ass. <laughs> 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 yes. What Jay said. <laughs> this is Ang, Mr. Pretty Not So Pretty, signing out. Of course, like, comment, subscribe. Um, if you want, you can also DM everyone individually. If you're a friend listening in or a family member listening in, you know, D- DM um, Alan, DM Marco, DM Jay, or dm dan and just tell them like hey you know be a great subject to if i just want to hear you guys thoughts and opinion on this or this or that and remember listeners to always stay great oh yes if and if everyone doesn't know our social media you can follow me on oh it's i'm.com i mean not dot com (laughs) 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 whoa uh yeah on my instagram i don't post much anymore anyway but there's some good food pictures on there. Yeah, and if you DM Dan, just ask for feed pics. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> I was yeah, gonna yeah. say that. <laughs> I don't know if he'll if charge you, DM but DM Dan, follow Dan, only fan. <laughs>
Oh, that, that's fine. Patreon. Yeah, Patreon. Feet pics. Mm-hmm. Right. Art. <laughs> yeah, thanks, everyone. <laughs>